following professional wrestler is the last true sick boy, the video nasty, and the original cult classic. Hello, welcome to the Sick Boy Video Club. I'm Roy Coyle. And I'm Rob Bedford. There you go. We finally got it down now. I know, that was that was on point. Yeah, I, I like the fact we had to compliment ourselves on doing something right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is the Sick Boy Video Club, the podcast where two guys sit and talk shit um, about movies and games and mainly movies but like sometimes games and music um we were here today to talk about evil dead rise there we go i really enjoy evil dead like i love the evil dead franchise mm. i think i i would have first seen like evil dead um probably i think i want to say like probably when it aired on tv or something because i'm like older than you but then i remember seeing evil dead too the one for me that was kind of the one that i was most fresh to and kind of like stuck in my head as a teenager was like Army of Darkness, which is the third one. Yeah. So the the Evil Dead franchise kind of gets, it's a weird thing where like, it's like, I think in a way that horror and comedy are not that far detached. And in professional yeah. wrestling, I'm like a horror guy. Yeah. But recently, and I think these are like the clips I've shown you, because you're not seeing me wrestle live yet. And I think you're no. probably going to come see me wrestle live perhaps in June, but we can't say where it is because I'm not announced yet. Uh, but if not, you're going to come see me in July at yes. the, the big North Show big called North Thunderstruck. Show. Very um, excited about that. Um, but yeah, I've seen new clips of me doing... I've seen I've seen like variety of different claps, claps, clips of you doing uh, the hardcore stuff, the family-friendly stuff. So I've seen the like... Kind a of var- comedy stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, and, and the comedy stuff. Sorry, I should have said comedy brand, the family-friendly stuff. Um yeah, so I've seen like quite a like a variety, but I think it all like because you took six. a like in the alley catch. Hmm? You took a like in the alley catch when I showed you alley. You yes. were like, you were like, oh, she's lovely. Yeah, she was, she was very lovely. Um, but, but yeah, yeah so you, I've shown you <laughs> the kind of lighter side of like Rory Coyle and professional wrestling. Yeah, and it's something that I think like I think horror and comedy are like really closely knit together. Yeah, um, I, I, I see that. Yeah. Like, it's timing thing. It's all about the punchline. It's all about delivery. It's all about, like, build-up and suspense and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's where, like, when I first watched Evil Dead, the first one, um, it's a it's a horror, but there's funny elements in it. Like, so there's, there's yeah. real funny, like, weird lines of dialogue that... Um, so if anyone's not seen it, I'm guessing people have seen Evil Dead, but, um, yeah, Ash and his friends all go to this fucking cabin in the woods because what could possibly go wrong? Um, and they, he finds his book. It's a Necronomicon. I think the Necronomicon now has kind of like transcended Evil Dead. Like people, because it's a thing that's not just necessarily Evil Dead, but it's known. It, it's just a thing. The Book of the Dead. Like, yeah, and like I think it's it's been around for a while. Um, it was used in like the Mummy. Um, yes, yeah, so it's, it's something that like is probably a, a well, really famous trope. It, it, it's, a, it's definitively a trope at this point. Like the Book of the Dead. Yeah. So they. So in the first one, yeah, he does that, and uh, his friends have a bit of a rough time but there's some great there's some real fucking weird dialogue in the first one that really makes you laugh and there's some bits of like weird comedy evil dead 2 kind of has a little bit more of that um sorry this is just me giving rob a crash course in evil dead no no it's going um, give me the crash course. give me the crash course and in evil dead 2 you kind of see a little bit more of that comedy come out a little bit more ash's character come out because this is this dude who like lost all his friends and his <laughs> spoiler fucking, his girlfriend and like the first one and he's fucked in the head um and then the second one kind of does more of that the third one is so ridiculous like the third one is comedy it's it just amped up it is like it's fucking weird it's like ash is involved in this like medieval fucking war um <laughs> 
Yeah, it's like, and it's the Army of Darkness, which is like, the Army of Darkness is like resurrected fucking skeletons and stuff. The third one is a lot funnier. So it goes like, yeah. as the series goes on, it goes funnier and funnier and funnier. And then um, they did an Evil Dead reboot where they revisited the first one and it was like grimy and nasty and stuff like that. Yeah. But now Evil Dead Rise is kind of like this reinvention of the franchise, but traditionally Evil Dead's always been Cabin in the Woods and there's Book of the Dead. Yeah. Oh shit. Like and it's ice it's built on isolation and stuff like that. Um and Ash is like a amazing character. And like he's like yeah. Bruce Campbell again is like one of those guys and it's like he is just Ash. Like he's yeah. known for Ash. He's done some great other like other great stuff. Like he was in a movie called like uh I want to say it was called like Bubba Hotep, um mm-hmm. where he plays like fucking Elvis in yeah. a weird like in old people's home so i listened to an interview um about the guy that made this mm. and the guy that made this i think had like a lunch with sam raimi it was sam raimi, someone yeah. else and was like i want to do like i want to do evil dead like this is my pitch for it and the guy was like Fuck, all right let's fucking do it yeah. um and yeah it's it's um lee cronin cronin i hope i don't pronounce his name right probably butchering his name I'm, I'm fucking irish um i think he's an irish guy <laughs> it's the worst part but he did this other movie called like a hole in the ground mm-hmm. it was like 2019 horror it's fucking weird it's like the single mother goes like the irish it's kind of like a changeling movie yeah it goes to irish countryside and like her kid kind of goes in this hole and what kind of comes out you're like is that the kid is that a changeling so it's like this nice folk horror thing yeah um so evil dead rise yeah now we get into the cinema uh, we arrived a little late because we, this is kind of our calling card, right? Like we we always end up going halfway through like the the trailers, right? So we get to sit down, and I get up and I'm like, right, I'm gonna go do a quick piss, come back as the film starts, right? So we sit down. I sit down. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting next to Rory, and I kind of look at him and I go, "Fuck!" Now there's some people sat behind us and a few to left. And they're talking, and I mean, like, not whispering, like fucking, go, not like, a, oh, we're excited for this film. They're full like, on, like having like, a conversation, they're, they're just talking, about like some right? random shit. And yeah. I look at Rory again. And I go, this is why I love going to the cinema with you because I've previously had a bad experience where I've been like, "Hey, mate, pipe down," and the guy's gone, "Why did you fuck off back there?" And I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah." Like, so this is why I like going there with someone with a native tongue, and so you could be like. So, so me, like, I'm you're I, a I, sh- I talk a lot, right? But during a film. I'm pretty silent for the majority. You might get the odd, like, whispery comment. I mean, Ray, Ray, I remember the first film we saw together, you were like, very impressed at how quiet you were. I was incredibly impressed with your cinematic. Like, because if I go to cinema, I'm sitting down and my phone's off. I'm sitting down to fucking enjoy it. Now, this couple, they're talking. So I look, go over, look over again and I'm going, and I whisper, are you fucking kidding me? If they fucking carry on, I want to say something. And we're like, we're, must have been like less than five minutes into this film, right? And they're talking just out loud. So I look over to them and I get up and I lean over and I go, excuse me, right? Can you just shut the fuck up and watch the film? <laughs> and the guy tries to like go, oh yeah, sorry, mate. Like full back. I went, no, 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 shh. <laughs> I like, love no, no, the no, shush. I love like, the like audible and, shh. And I'm like whispering this to him, right? So we sit down, we start enjoying the film, right? So this is going to be like spoilers, Onwards. Are we spoiling? Like, yeah, yeah I was going to tiptoe around it. Like, fuck it, I don't care. Like, I, like, fucking. If you're watching this and you want to talk about Evil, Evil Dead, I think like 
because I want to talk about some of like the real cool things in it. Okay. So I think like this. I was going to do a spoiler free, but yeah, fuck it. if you want to do spoiler, yeah, uh, yeah if you don't want to, I think any, we'll, we'll, I think we'll try, stop now. We'll let's try stop. like avoid spoilers, I guess. But like, I think like there's some cool things I want to talk about, right? Yeah. But so I sit back, sit back, and I kind of like get back in my seat and I get cozy, and the I obviously you've been listening to this before, you know I'm a creative. The title card of this film. You're such a, you love, you audibly like, well, I would say pop because from the wrestling. Um, yeah. You audibly pop for like good fonts and stuff like that. And you were like, I heard you kind of go, oh. And it's just Evil Dead Rise in this huge, bold typography. And honestly, it's one of my favorite title cards I've ever seen. <laughs> you and loved I, it. Yeah. Like, I was, I was like, oh. It kind of curved. Your expectation because it started in it started with like a young couple yep. in in the woods who are like there with their friend and that's the typical setting for that's the typical ones, thing right? that you yeah. expect from an Evil Dead movie yeah so I think like that was real nice because I was like oh alright okay cool and I purposely kind of like I'd seen the I'd seen one of the trailers for it when we went to see something else yeah and I was like oh that looks cool but then I now I'll try and avoid trailers quite a bit because normally I'm gonna go see the film either way yeah. Um, and this is like, yeah, it set the scene real nice. It kind of had like couple, oh, hey, someone's going for a swim off the pier. And there's a nice little like, almost like throwbacks to stuff like the Friday 13th, Camp Crystal Lake and stuff like that. And it had that Evil Dead vibe. It had this really lovely shot. So the Evil Dead franchise has these like really iconic kind of shots now where you see them in all the things and you go, oh, that's the Evil Dead shot. Yeah. And it's like um, a fucking like camera going blistering through the woods, mm-hmm. either like really high or really low. And uh, it turns out that like, when Raimi made the first one, it was like basically like a camera on a fucking stick. And he was like <laughs> legging it through. But it's like, it's it's always meant to imply, um, and I think it's probably been done before Evil Dead, but like Evil Dead really put it on the map for me. It was like, it's meant to imply like the spirit kind of ripping through. Yeah, I You're like always that. like the POV. Yeah. And it did that real nice, but then it's just like curveball. And it's like, oh, it's just a dude with a fucking drone being an asshole. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and what was nice about that opener was like, it was like, oh, okay, this is an Evil Dead movie. We're in the woods, blah, blah. And then it just stopped and it was like, I don't know how many days earlier it was. Uh, it was, I think it was five days earlier or seven days And it earlier. just jumps in and it's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, so like, we're, we're, the rules are at the window. We're not in the cabin. We're not in the cabin. Yeah. Completely. We're not in the woods. That's kind of the next Evil Dead movie, I assume. Or maybe it's, I, it I leaves think it open. I really cool if it leans into that. Now, it has that awesome title card shot and then it's like a harsh cut. Like, I, I, was it like a cut to, it was just cut to next scene with the white, with that white text, I think. It yeah, was. and it was then like, it was just in the like a bathroom and, shot. And it was like. And we introduced like five, the, five, the five new characters. Earlier. And. And that was nice. Like, I really liked that. That, for, for, so for me, like not knowing this franchise, I was like, oh, Whiplash. Like, are we going to come back to this? Yeah. And I, then. I had completely, I think I said you when we left the cinema. Until it finally got tied together. Completely forgot that that so, opening even happened. It was nice. Now when I look back, I'm like, oh, that's nice. And it's cool. Yeah. Cool they did that. So yeah, the so basic, the basic premise is we kind of follow like two sisters. One of them is a, she's a guitar tech. Yes. And she's kind of on the road. And she goes back to see her other sister who's kind of, and there's some really nice, like there's some good stuff there about like, there's a weird thing in horror a lot, which a lot of it's about maternity and stuff like that. And it gets, yeah. What heavily people read into like the alien franchise and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. what it means to be um, like a woman and what it means to be a mother and stuff. Um, and like, there's some nice stuff there, and the fact that like there's a sister, she's going back to see her other sister because she 
find found out that she's pregnant. One's yep. obviously like the irresponsible sister. The other one's the one with the family. Yeah. Um, and then they find out that, hey, they're quite estranged because she doesn't know that her husband's left and all this stuff. Yeah. So this is nice dynamic. The basic setup is they're in this fucking grotty old high rise. It's kind of like it's a proper like dirty apartment complex. Yeah. But it's built on top of an, an old, old bank. Like an old bank. Yes. And it's weird because I don't like kids in horror movies. I don't like kids. But I yeah. thought like they did a really nice job of the family dynamic in this. Like mm-hmm. that. I kind of was laughing. I wasn't laughing, but I thought like it was a weird setup about how the Necronomicon came in. Did. Yeah. So like it was like an earthquake, right? Like, yeah, it, so it's was... not really, ex- it's not explicitly said like what caused the earthquake. It's just there. And then this, <laughs> this apartment complex is built on top of this old bank. Yeah. And one of these kids, so there's three kids, one, is like this one's a really young one, and the other two are like teenagers. And the lad, he's like, "I'm gonna go down there. There's a hole." Yeah, I'm gonna climb in this. I'm in the because they go out to get pizza and they come back and he's like, "I want to climb in this fucking dingy hole." And I, 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 I respect that. I respect <laughs> that hustle. He's like, "I'm gonna see what's here." And when they're going through this scene, right? There's, I know there's gonna be jump scares. I know there's gonna be something. And they do it, and like, and this, I think this kind of ties into the comedy part, right? Because it turns out like it was nothing. Like he's just like, oh, there's something there. Oh, there's nothing there. Yeah. And then they find this like big old bank door and kind of go through it. And this kid's like, this kid's a fucking idiot because he's just like, there's an earthquake and there's this thing, and I'm just going to carry on looking. Yeah, of course I'll just climb down this hole and earthquake because what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> like it's, exactly. But I think it's kind of like the. What I liked about the film was it didn't um it it didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. Because there were those pops of like comedy there. And I think you're kinda of laughing at the idea that this kid's gone in there and done this thing. Yeah. And then basically he sorry, so he finds an Necronomicon. Yes. Which looks fucking sick in this. Oh like, yeah, it looks awesome. Like and that, can I just say, like yeah. the set design on this, yeah, yeah, it's just a grotty apartment complex and like, you know, old bank. Because realistic most of this film is within this, right? It's within like a, a, essentially one apartment. Yeah. Most of it. And it's so well done just in the space that they have and how they use it, I think is really, really good. Carry on. Sorry. Yeah, so he steals a <laughs> steals an Economicon. That was one of my main concerns, is like, especially if you're if someone's going back to like a franchise. So if someone's going back now to do Jason, which I think is gonna happen, they're doing a uh, Camp Crystal Lake TV show. Like the main thing you're gonna be worried about is the mask. Yeah, the, the mask, the body, how he moves is going to move like Kane Hodder, who's a guy who like notoriously played like one of the best Jasons. Same with the Nightmare on Elm Street when they revisited it, it was kind of like Freddy got scrutinized because there's these these characters and these things, these items that have like transcended the movies. Yeah, and, like people drop people have tattoos culture. of like the Necronomicon. Yeah, like people have like stickers of them. Like you can buy like act- like little fucking plushies of it and stuff like that. But I really liked what they did with the Necronomicon because it looked fucking vile. Yeah, like it looked, it looked, Meg and I was like, don't touch it. It looked <laughs> disgusting. Because um, right. obviously it's meant to be a book that's made of um, flesh. Yeah. We made of like human flesh. So he gets the Necronomicon <laughs> by pure coincidence. <laughs> he gets two vinyls. Yeah, it, like they were just there with it and he's just... Yeah, and it just, just so ran, happens he just that he's it. an aspiring DJ, Rob. Yeah, he's just an aspiring DJ. But I think DJ, like... And there's some vinyl there. Yeah, you forgive... Like, I think that's a testament to the film that, like, 
that's a, it's not like a lazy bit of writing, but it's like, that's a very coincidental, like, oh, okay, cool, awesome. Yeah. And they happen to have a vinyl, but it doesn't take itself serious. It's, I actually think the pacing of it, like that intro, like after like that title card intro, like between that and the Necro. Nomicon. Nomicon. Uh, <laughs> getting found. I think it's really fast. It's like really fast paced, not in a, like a really bad way or anything. We still get to know the characters and all. Yeah, like, there's get, a nice little bit with the you get um, to know them the sisters well. yeah. and like the kids all have. What's nice is the kids all have like their own little individual personalities. Mm-hmm. They've got like a real nice dynamic between them and as it well. Didn't need any sort of setup. Like I've gone into this like pretty fresh to the franchise. Yeah. And I was like, I, okay, cool. I'm, I'm following this pretty yeah, well. Yeah, we're at here. Like, You're like, oh, that book looks scary. Yeah, that, that's a scary <laughs> book. This must be the thing. And um, yes, yeah, so this lad is this DJ, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this, these vinyls. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'll just play them. I'll just play them. You know what the fuck could go wrong? Could be someone sick on them. And, I mean, honestly, if I found like a cross, I'd be the worst in the ring because I would have fucking hit play on that tape. Yeah, I'd be like, I mean, I'd be like, not wrong. It's this fucking your tape. You've got to watch it. <laughs> and then like we'd be dead. Um, yeah, I'd be terrible for it. Like, um, but I think that was like you kind of like. Yeah, I just went with that. And I, I think, think that's like the, a testament the like you were saying, the the way that apartment shot the like the, the the two main actors in it, um, the sisters, are fucking really good. Like yeah. I like I mean the whole cast I thought the whole cast were great. Even the youngest Garrett I thought was really good. Yeah. There's um a Garrett I'm saying Garrett, I'm assuming I don't know what like um I don't know what those characters are like meant to identify as. But like the there's like a middle sibling that is fucking real good. Like yeah. the 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 DJ one who fucking is like, oh, I'm just gonna play these records. So he plays the records in fucking very good quality. Oh yeah, like, like stunning. How old these records are <laughs> and how old they look. Shocking how good quality like this is. But basically he hits he fucking plays it. Um that's the thing. Like the the records is nice, like. This guy documenting the yeah. Necronomicon, he's reading from it. So obviously him playing it is the cantation that's like, oh shit, that's not yeah, but, but he opened, he tried to open it first, didn't he? Yeah. And he nicked his finger on it and his blood like fell onto the page. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to spin this vinyl. Yeah, what could possibly go? And I think like between like that earthquake and this this happening, it was super quick. But the the sister, the mother... Um, she's like leaving the apartment, she's in the lift or whatever, and you get that POV again of when we had that uh, that original POV where it was a drone. It looks like it's like it's a spirit, right? And it's oh no, it's just a dude fucking around with a drone. But this time we actually get that POV of that spirit, yeah, right? and that yeah. like super aggressive moving POV, and it's awesome. Hits the lift, things go to shit immediately. Yeah, I think she's. Um... I think the actress, I think you might be grabbing my phone. I think she's Alicia Sutherland, I want to say, um, mm. who plays the mother character. Yeah. Um, and I'm she's, the worst with like, like names. She's fantastic. Actors. And the thing is, like, they, the two of them as well, look like sisters, which mm-hmm. I think is really like, and they've got like a nice dynamic. But yeah. Then basically, shit goes off. And it goes off quick. Like, it's, <laughs> it's from there, like, I thought it was pretty no holds barred. Like, it was just like, Yo, like, this is going to turn into, like, a horror film. Yeah, it gets horror pretty fucking fast. Yeah. And um, what I really liked as well is, like, there's a couple of, um, 
there's a couple of weird, like, side characters that were just there. Really interesting. Like, there's um, there's an older guy that there's a couple of kids who I think caused one of the initial like little quick jump scares. Yeah, they were they were the neighbors. Yeah, there's a couple of kids and their neighbors. There's kind of their I'm assuming maybe their older brother. Yes, who's like this handsome neighbor and then there's like this old guy looking for his cat or something yeah the, so he's, and he's the, fucking great he's the, the, the guy who lives opposite them and like he comes out the door and he's like what the fuck's this noise <laughs> <laughs> um and obviously the 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 reason that the first evil dads kind of work is they're stuck and they can't get out yeah so like that's an interesting thing to try and tackle because especially now with like modern technology it's like oh well what do you do where you know, everyone can pick up their phone. So the the earthquake kind of works as a decent little like setup device for that because it's like, oh shit, their their phones are fucked. Oh, they can't get out of the building. Yeah. Um. Oh, this the stairs are fucked. So it's yeah. like it gives it a reason to like keep it tight and compact. So you still get the claustrophobia of hey, we're stuck in a a cabin in the middle of the woods, and oh surprise, mm-hmm. surprise, Ash's car is fucked and it won't work. Um. Whereas now it brings it forward. It's in a modern setting, and it kind of all makes sense. And it's kind of like you forgive it all because you're like, yeah, we're, and, we're in this for the ride. And as well, it's like torrential rain outside as well. Like it's torrential rain. Cause they, they, I remember later in the film, they try to scream out the window yeah. at like some passerby. And I think it's like a, um, I think it's like a street cleaner. I can't remember, remember exactly what it was. And they're just like going around doing their job. Yeah, and I think it might have been like a homeless person with a cart. Or something oh, like yeah, that. no, it might um, have been a homeless person with a, a cart. But, but they're, they're screaming out the window, and you see the shot of them being like, ah, but there's almost no audio because <laughs> yeah. it's just red. <laughs> so I think, so from then on, it, um, yeah, it obviously descends into Evil Dead craziness. And the lift's fucked as well at this point. Yeah, and there's a real nice bit in the lift um, where, like, later on, there's like a tangling up of cables. And in one of the, in the first Evil Dead, and one I want to say it's the first Evil Dead, there is a thing with roots, with tree roots, oh, okay. uh, that kind of tangles up one of the main characters. I'm pretty sure there's like something weird, and I, I don't know if I'm misremembering it, but I think there's like it's implied that the tree fucks or so, something, something weird, something like grotty, heavily implied. Um, so like that was like a nice little like nod of like, oh shit, okay, that's okay. that's like that thing from the first thing. So there's enough there to like service fans of the franchise yeah um so then the gore kicks off yeah and obviously and people are getting like it's like people are slowly getting it's kind of like an infection but they're slowly getting like possessed yes um so it starts off with just the uh the mother yeah and it gradually goes to it moves around and then we kind of end up with basically yeah. the family versus a final girl and yeah. the kid so let's talk about cheese grape fuck me right so there's one bit in this film, right? And I don't know if it was it the cheese grater where you leaned into me. And went, you all right? Like I think I might have checked on you. Was that a cheese grater or um, smash glass? It wasn't was the it? smash glass. It wasn't the smash glass. But you leaned over. The, so the this is like, in, in my opinion, this was like the grottiest part of the film. So <laughs> this this possession's like kind of going on further, and the the middle child is being a bit of a twat at this point and basically cheese grits the back of someone's calf the other other sister yeah the um the roadie uh, the tech sorry sorry not roadie tech the guitar tech and um and it's a sizable bit of cheese string that comes off that calf 
Yeah. And but the whole cinema went, oh, like <laughs> it was. That- like, and I think it's one of the only times I've heard a cinema just all like in sync just go, oh. Yeah. And, and it, it was, was it was it was rotten. So there's like a scrap in the kitchen beforehand. And the middle sibling kind of comes off the counter and like crawls down, like almost like kind of spidery. It reminds me of like yeah. there's a shot in, a, I want to say it's like Exorcist 2 or 3. Like there's a spider walk shot that's like yeah. a really kind of well-known. And the behind the scenes is her doing it. It's just her doing it. It's like it's all she, physical acting that she's doing. That's awesome. And it's like unbelievable that the cheese grater scene <laughs> is like, I think the reason it works so well to me is a good hardcore wrestling. Like good hardcore wrestling, good deathmatch wrestling is relatable. Yeah. So everyone's like been cheese grating and nicked. Yeah. Like a knuckle or a finger or something like that. Mm. So then you as an audience member can sit and be like, oh shit, I can completely imagine the level of pain for that. Um, But the weird thing for me, and I said to you afterwards was like, it didn't feel nasty. Like, and I've seen a lot of horror movies where like hostile and stuff like that where it dwells on the torture aspect of it. And yeah. there's something about how he did it. I don't know if it's like necessarily in the direction or the effects, um, or if it's just like a perfect combination of stuff. But like, it never feels, it never feels dready. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing because it is a horror movie and you are meant to feel like fear and you're meant to feel like threat for these characters, but it doesn't feel bad spirited. And yeah. that's really hard to like, tap into like a, i think a good horror movie should be like you should watch it you should leave the cinema and you should feel like cool and better for watching it and you should still think about those scenes and go oh god that's nasty but you shouldn't feel like it was it was enjoying the fact that it was horrible yeah so i think for me like i said not a horror guy the fact it was like it didn't dwell on it it was really fast paced like those things like were not blinking you miss it but maybe if you Maybe you scratch your eye, you might miss it. Yeah. Like, it happened, they did it, it was the next thing. It, it didn't dwell on it. It was, It was for me at least, I thought it was quite fast-paced. And even, like, the most drawn-out thing, which we'll kind of get to next with the broken glass, the because uh, that's in the same sort of scene. That's the bit that I went, oh. Yeah. Like, that's the bit that got, the cheese grater, I was like, meh, whatever. We've like, all been cheese grated before, haven't we? And the same middle siblings, like, chewing on this glass and, like, swallows it and you can't get, You like, get that side shot. Yeah. There's that's... this beautiful side shot. That's beautiful. Fuck me. What am I talking It's well shot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you get this beautiful side shot of the glass going down the throat. And you and see it, it just poking out. It looks like it's just about to pierce fully through the skin. Yeah. And that was the shot that made me go, oh, God. But then it was like, it didn't zoom in and like it was just there. Hang on it for ages. Like it didn't like that it was, just it just moved on. It was like yeah, that bit's done. Now we're on to the next. That bit. was probably the like the shot that lasted the longest. But even then, it didn't feel like it dre- it dwelled on it, and it was just there for ages. It didn't overstay its welcome. And I think this film what it did really well was it have a bunch of these grotty moments, but it just did it and then moved on. Did yeah. it. And then there was always something shortly afterwards that like, there's a little bit of like, the Evil Dead's always have this like weird <laughs> slapstick nature to them. So a little bit later on of like, you know, someone just getting cracked in the head with a frying pan. And like, that's just like, oh, gives you that breather. And I think a lot of the comedy as well in this uh, comes out in the dialogue and the scripting, right? Yeah. The um, So I know there's like one line in the main trailer. And I, I think for me, this was like the big the big quote of the film. Like, if you buy a shirt for this film, like, Mommy's with the maggots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mommy's with the maggots now. Like, 
And the way it's delivered is really cool, right? And when that kind of happened, I was like, oh yeah, there's there's the line. There's the fucking line, right? Yeah. And, but a lot of the dialogue that was in this film felt very similar niche. It wasn't just like this was the the only line in the film that was the big hook. A lot of it felt of that nature and it had a real cool balance because like when people were saying shit, I was like, oh, that's a badass. That's a badass one-liner. Or that's actually a pretty funny line followed with a bit of grot. It's really well balanced. And I think if you get it wrong, you're going to get people just like, because you want people to laugh, but then not laugh at the movie. And yeah. I think because the stuff is realistic and and I've gone to see like a lot of horror movies. And normally what annoys me is like, people have this tendency, if you're generally really, really scared of something, you will either shit yourself mm -hmm. or you'll try and make a laugh of it. You'll try and laugh at it. Yeah. And I think that kind of happens a lot in the cinema. More so with like younger audiences, like kind of teenagers and stuff. They'll try and... Oh, well, they'll try and laugh and they'll take the piss out of stuff because generally they're scared. Like, <laughs> but I did that though. Didn't I? So there's one shot, which is a little bit later in the film and they're in the corridor and the the um, the guitar tech thinks that the mother's dead. There's a real hard cut and it's just like a full screen of her not dead running to the camera, screaming a line. I don't know what the line was, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I jumped up my skin at this. <laughs> and I did. I just laughed at it, right? Because it was like, oh, fuck, that, that got me. But I leaned into you and I went, oh, shit, that got me. And yeah, like, that's, I think that's I what, love those moments. Yeah, though. I think that's what, I think that's the natural thing is you laugh at the fact that you've been got, like you kind of laugh at like, oh, fuck. Because it is a release. Like when you, you're sitting on edge and something scares you, you're like, oh, and I've like told, I'll probably tell in the podcast sometimes, but I told you the story before about like me at the Halloween Horror Nights and yes. fucking like, I, I, I was like, fucking fuck the weekend. He scared the shit in me. But like, I think that's it. It's like, that's the laugh. And then you're back in it again. Yes. And I think. I still like, want to know what the fuck that line was though. Because I have no fucking clue what she was <laughs> too busy scrambling and screaming about. But fuck. And it's like, that just bit there is maybe two or three seconds of footage, if that. It's like blink. It's, it's almost blink and you miss it. But you laugh, you get scared, you get the laugh. And you move on. Yeah, and you're back into the next yeah. thing. I think like that's. I think that was the one thing I noticed about the audience watching it was. Um, I literally about to say apart from the dickheads. Being yeah, honest. everyone else was like super into it. Like yeah. everyone's just there, the glued in, and then it kind of all culminates really nicely with. And there's enough, like I said earlier on about like the camera shots and the the wires and the lift and stuff. And there's yeah. probably even more bits that like now if I rewatched Evil Dead, I would see it. I would see more. I was going to say. So did you? So. I want to skip a little bit ahead towards like the climax. I don't really want to talk about too much of the climax. That's where I was going. The, uh, I was going. Oh, okay, cool. We were the, climaxing together. Bro. <laughs> so, um, so like, like the chainsaw. So yeah. So I was like, so yeah. So the chainsaw. Like that's the, like this. The sh this the shot, and I recognize that shot as a Ash vs the Evil Dead Army of Darkness. Yeah, and it. it it was a reference to that film, wasn't it? Like it's the a, re shot, the it's a reference shot. to Ash. Yeah, like Ash. So. If anyone's seen the franchise before, like Ash has a, a chainsaw yeah. foreign arm. Yes. Because <laughs> so, that, that's where we got the... Because um, so, I thought that shot was a specific shot. It felt very like... The, the, it's one of the end shots. I thought it was very specifically Army of Darkness. And that's kind of like where my knowledge goes yeah. to, right? But that climax and when it kind of comes to it, and it has this awesome buildup because we've spent basically like maybe almost like half of the film in this 
apartment slash corridor, right? And then we get to go back to the car park where the where the bank was. Yeah. We, we actually get out of it. And it's like, it was almost like a breath of fresh air of like, oh, the, 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 we're nearly it's, there. It's the end. We're like, nearly the, there. They're nearly there. They're on, the, they're on the end. I was like, oh, this is a breath of fresh air, right? And then it, it got gets- fucking bloody real quick. It gets, <laughs> it almost like it leans into like the gore aspect, super heavy. And it's not like unbearable gore. It's like almost comedy level. I yeah, think. there's a lovely level of, um, there's a, there's real it transcends in into like like body horror yeah um which is like if done properly it's like real weird and creepy so there's a movie society which i fucking love like i love society and mm -hmm. i came across society like really really late in life um like i didn't see it when i was a kid or anything like that. i never mm -hmm. heard of it and then it was shown um at the townside cinema as one of like it might have been like a triple bill i went to see is a triple bill and um it was shown then and like it's got this amazing like body horror, mm. and then if anyone's played Inside, um, yep. the video game Inside, there's a real good bit of body horror at the end of that, real Cronenberg esque body horror. Yeah, and this has that, and then it has it with, it has it, but it it obscures like all the visual of it for a good portion of that climax. Yeah, it's a it, lot of like, and it plays snippets. on. Yeah, it plays very much on the. On your imagination, I think. Because I was like, you get the initial real distorted shot. And then it's like, it's just out of camera shot. And then that, like, the reveal of it. Like, I was like, fuck, that was good. Yeah. It's like, good. I think that's, the, it's good because they don't show that. Much. Like, I always think if you show too much of the big bad or you show too much of, like, the unstoppable it or whatever you're doing. Mm. Like, it kind of ruins it. Like, yeah. Like, if you see Michael Myers, he's just, like, strutting down the street. Just fucking, like getting the shopping yeah. he's not scary you see a flicker of michael myers through a washing line or um you're just like oh fuck he's there like oh crap or like he steps out from the hedge and then it yeah. cut, like the original halloween it cuts back and then he's gone it's like oh shit or he's outside the window and laurie's yeah. in class like i think leaving them that's the problem with like those franchises like they those guys became leading the leading men of the franchises yeah and the final girls were like unfortunately sometimes supplementary to them so mm -hmm. then they showed them all on screen all the time doing stuff that normally they didn't do. Yeah. Whereas on this is like that big bad at the end, that reveal. It's like snippet, snippet, snippet. Oh shit, you see a good bit of it. Yeah. Um, the chainsaw for me, I was like, yeah. As soon as I saw the chainsaw, that's what we need. I was like, so I didn't know, like even when it was like the reboot, I didn't know like how much of it was referential to the original run of films. When I saw the, when I saw the chainsaw, I knew. Yeah, you're like, oh, I know that. I was like, because like Ash has been everywhere is. now. Like Ash has been in like beat 'em ups. There's Fortnite. an Evil Dead game, Fortnite, it, like the lot. The dude's been everywhere. There's yeah. Ash versus Evil Dead, and it's been referenced across pop culture. Like, so I think you need to have for it, years now. Evil Dead needs to have a book of the dead. It yeah. needs to have crazy POV shot that looks like a spirit's ripping through the woods. Mm -hmm. It needs to have something that looks like tangled roots around your legs and, and it, it needs, needs fucking, the chainsaw and it needs a fucking chainsaw we were almost in sync there um so yeah i think <laughs> like that yeah i loved it like if i went in kind of worried um yeah because yeah, i'm always worried about you worry for the films i'm always worried, <laughs> worried for the films. i'm always worried for the movies um <laughs> yeah i'm always kind of worried about something that like a like i kind of love or like stuff like i've referenced evil dead and promos and stuff yeah. and um yeah, I'm worried about, like, I never want stuff to be crap. And I think that's yeah. the thing is, like, I always leave movies and I never really 
Like I never hate them. I never, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't like, I don't take pride in like hating games or hating movies or anything like that. Yeah. I'll always see like the better side of them. Yeah. Um, but I always don't want to be like disappointed. I get that. And I think it was great because I went in, I went in expecting nothing. I was like, oh, well, you know, it's an evil dad. It's not really an evil dad from what I've seen, but yeah, we'll see. And I came out going like, oh, fuck yeah. I want that guy to make another two evil dads. This is kind of where I'm going to get a real heavy spoiler. So the the big bad is Dunzo now, Dead O's. In a wood chipper. Like, in a wood chipper. And honestly, the wood chipper was a great finisher. I like, I loved that. But um, so you've got, who seems to be like, the main like heroine of this of like this film, right? The, yeah, she's uh, the final girl. Yeah, like, she's a saint. Well, it's kind of nice because she's a final girl, but there's also a kid. Yeah, so it kind of reminds me a little bit of like Ripley and Newt. Yeah, and um, what's just who my dog's name? I was about to say like who you, your lovely dog's name? Not Ripley, Newt. The, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, so I kind of feel like oh, this is going to segue because obviously the end of this segment leads into the introduction of the film and i was like oh well maybe is this going to be a case of this is going to go directly into a new film right so i'm kind of hoping that if there is going to be a new film it's going to be a from the opening guns blazing balls to the wall sort of thing right yeah so it's i think evil dead rise has grossed 57.6 million in the united states and canada Fucking hell. 61. So a total worldwide, a worldwide total at the time of this article of 118 million. They're making another one. Um, <laughs> so I think they'll probably make another one. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I think there's like a really good sort of, it, it, it's open-ended enough. Well, for people to- now, fans of the franchise are going like, right, well, what happens when we see like her and Ash teaming up together. What happens when we see her and Ash and the main character from the, the Evil see, Dead reboot? Like, see, for me, what happens like, in that universe when we you, bring them all together? See, for me, I just want to see the intro of the film as a film. Because it was like, oh, here it is. Awesome title card. Five days before. Like, you know, flashes back. And then the film is essentially a flashback, right? So, for me, I'm going to see... That campsite, tropey. I think that I, I would like to hope that would just be the stuff. Like that would be because there was only a couple of people there. There was like yeah, I think the setup I, was basically like two couple. No, it wasn't two couples. It was like a couple and a friend going. By the end of that scene, I think there's literally like two people left anyway. Yeah, I I would like that to be like oh shit, that shit hits the fan, and guess what? A busload of fucking kids come <laughs> to go to summer camp, and then we get evil, evil dead camp. <laughs> but for, so, now, for someone who is not a horror fan, I I honestly I loved it. You know, got really good kicks out of it, and I actually feel this this is this is like a recorded open invite for you at this point. I think I'm more open to going to see more horror. You fucked up. I know, fucked up, right? Because now <laughs> everyone can be like, "Rob, you fucked up." We got to go see every horror movie. Yeah, I so, think it'd be interesting to, for you to go back now and watch i think I want, really, I want to yeah i think you'd really like ash versus evil dead yeah because it's real it's real funny it's the gore in it is preposterous it's like it's <laughs> excellent it makes from dust till dawn look like a kid's cartoon like yeah. the level of blood on it is just silly it gets to the stage where it's funny yeah like there's so That's much cool. blood there that it's like well this is just ridiculous now so 
So I think you'd really, yeah, I think totally, I think, I think you'd that. really enjoy Ash versus Evil Dead. I think I'd, I'd be interested to go back and watch Army of Darkness now because I watched like a little bit of it a few Christmases ago. Um, and like it wasn't as funny as I remembered as a kid because when I was a kid, I was howling laughing at it. Especially one yeah. scene where he digs the, the army of the dead are like digging each other up. Mm-hmm. And he goes like, welcome back to the land of the living. And the guy's like, oh, thanks, buddy. And then he, well, he's not like Terrence and Philip, but, and he goes, no, get a shovel and start digging. And that killed me when I was a kid. And I rewatched this as an adult and I was like, yeah, it's funny, but like. Didn't get you the Obviously, same, uh, younger Rory was much easier entertained. Yeah. So. the Yeah, so I think I'm going to go back and like you could, re- re- revisit now and like work my way back up uh, to where we're at. Because I walked out of the film and I was like, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that. And yeah, it got it got me a few times. <laughs> <laughs> like it got me but 10 out of 10 I, honestly like one of my favorite films of the year so far to be honest like genuinely the um through good experience awesome title card and that's like that's like a tick for me right if the film has a great title card <laughs> you're, you're a goner but honestly no it, it really is it's like if a film doesn't have a title card that's fine right but if it has a title card and it's a shit one i'm immediately like it takes me out the film and you know, I could go on about title cards for, for a while now, right? Because there's another film we saw recently that I'm not going to talk about, but had an awesome title card as well. But Man loves a fucking title card. If it's done really well and it feels like it's integrated into a scene, it re- it pulls me in more. Because it's obviously like, it's creativity and graphic design is my passion. The- <laughs> <laughs> now, now, it pulls me in more. So it's a tick for me. But the horror was great. The goal was great. The comedy and like kind of the fusion of that, yeah, I, I fucking loved it. So the uh, more horrors, yeah, I'm gonna poo myself so much. Oh man, I'm gonna get you to watch some real weird stuff. I, I, so I know there's like like stuff I know that's gonna come out that you're gonna be like, we're seeing this, and I know I'm actively gonna be like, I'm not excited for this. So you got that. To but you'll have your nachos with your onions. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be I'll be right. But awesome. So what are your final thoughts on it? Yeah, I loved it. Really yeah. loved it. Like, I was really, I was happy. I think I was relieved and happy. And I just like the fact that yeah, it that. was, like, not, it felt, it still felt like an Evil Dead movie, so it wasn't nasty. It wasn't bad-natured, but it was, like, yeah. it was horror, but it wasn't nasty. And I think that, yeah. for me, is like, there was a period in the horror movies where, like, um, gornography was becoming, like, the go-to, the hostels and stuff like that. And that's kind of where the saws went. And that mm-hmm. was, I was kind of like, oh, man, I don't know if I like horror anymore. Because that, to me, well, I was just like, well, this is just minging. Just but yeah, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. No, I don't like you shushing that guy at the start. <laughs> um, Honestly, I just, if you go to the cinema, and this goes out to anyone, right? If you go to the cinema, and you're just having a full fucking conversation with someone, just shut up, watch the film, <laughs> eat your nachos or your popcorn, or get a hand job or whatever. Just- Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to end like, it there. Hand, hand jump through your popcorn. Just be quiet and watch the film. Like, watch it. Enjoy it. Like, that's all it takes. Wow. Like, wow. Like, you... whatever it is, whatever, like, you know, you do in the cinema, just do it quietly and enjoy it, right? Yeah. It's not... <laughs> just, just be quiet, yeah. Just be quiet. It's not hard. Just behave and yourself. And there's even fucking adverts that say, look, please respect, like... Yeah, just don't be a dick. Year, like, and it's not hard. Like, it's don't really be a dick. Hard. So, sorry, that's my tangent. Um, yes. Thank you very much for having a listen. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, stuff goes up early. Bonus stuff goes up on patreon.com slash Rory Coyle. And you love that bonus stuff. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Rory Rastler. Instagram is Rory Rastler. 
Um, any merch is on RoryWrestler.com. And yeah, that's it. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rory. Let's go grate some cheese. Just grate some cheese!